This is the sixth episode of the Crew Only Podcast with Set Deck Buyer, Kyle Furchin. Welcome to the Crew Only Podcast. My name is Jasmine Porter, a freelance television and film professional. Each episode, I'll bring you a unique crew member from a different department to discuss their role in making a film. We'll give you exclusive behind-the-scenes stories and advice on how you can get your start, too. Thank you for joining us today, and welcome to The Crew Life. Hello, everybody. Right now, I'm here with Kyle Furchin, who is a set deck buyer for a feature film that we are doing in Buffalo, New York. Thank you so much, Kyle, for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Jazz. So tell us, Kyle, how did you get to where you are right now, being the set deck buyer on a feature film? Um, okay, so <laughs> I went to school at Buffalo State College in their television film. In Buffalo, New York? Yep, Buffalo, New York, um, and I was a television film arts major. I went there, started at community college in okay. Rochester. Did two what year, school? Monroe Community College. Oh, yeah, okay, exactly. Cool. And then um, s- did uh, four semesters there, about two years, mm-hmm. then transferred to Buffalo State, uh, got into their TFA program, and then I did... Three, two and a half years there, technically three, because my last uh, semester was in New York City. So, and then. What? What'd you do in New York City? I was an intern at Nickelodeon, actually. You're kidding. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you gotta, like, tell me about this okay, internship at so Nickelodeon. That was. I had no idea. Yeah, that was um, my final semester. So, TFA does, has this thing where they do a semester in New York. Okay. Where they, uh, we have connection, we have some connections in New York that can help us, like, get. You know some internships and stuff like that. Is that what ter- what is uh, what company is that? Uh, Viacom. Yes, Viacom. Yep. Okay, Viacom. Okay. Yep. And so I went through the TFA program, just normal college. Mm-hmm. I had maybe before that, um, right after I went to high school. I'm backing up a little bit. Oh no, it's okay. <laughs> but um, right after high school, I went to another community college, which will be unnamed. But I didn't like it <laughs> at all. Just completely dropped out. We're just not, not like going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. It's, it was weird. But and then um, I did this program, um, and basically uh, I got to do an internship in LA for eight, for eight weeks. Yeah, that one wasn't like it was literally just like kind of a pay, and we'll, they'll set you up with a thing. So I did like okay. screenwriting. So you had to pay. And yeah, they, definitely. Okay. It cost. It was about the equivalent of a semester in college. So, Holy, oh my yeah. gosh. So it was a lot, but it was very, it was very, um, I got a lot of experience out of it. Do you think it. it helped get you where you are now? Yes, yes, okay. I do. I think it was a s- small little stepping stone. And plus it allowed me to be out in LA and grow up and yeah. all that stuff. So it was, that was, uh, I did screenwriting coverage. I just read awful screenplays. Terrible, <laughs> awful? terrible, terrible <laughs> screenplays. I still have them to this day to give me confidence. But You're like, mm, <laughs> I, I can do better, I can do than, better that. than that. Exactly. <laughs> so I have that. So I did that for about two months, came back, took about a year to my, for myself, mm-hmm. um, worked around my hometown, spent time with my parents, all that stuff. Decided to go back to college, then went to Monroe, then applied to TFA. At Buff State. At Buff State, which they only accept like 16 people a year, which is where I think that internship helped. Yeah, because it's like, okay, they only allow a certain amount of people in here. And like, usually when you come in, the goal is to get an internship and they're like, you already have one, so you're in. So that's where I think that helped. You got, yeah. Yeah, and then. I never thought about it like that. Like he already had internship coming into the program. So they're like, this guy probably has way more experience than a lot of people. Even though I knew nothing. (laughs) Nothing. I knew nothing compared to now. I was a baby. No way. 
But, and then I did, it was just normal college for the next, like, two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then our um, program director, Jeff Hirschberg, he started talking about the semester in New York, which is exclusively for TFA okay. people. Like, it's not open to communications. Now it's just Which something. I don't think that's fair if I can, like, intercept because I'm, I was a comp studies major. Yeah. And, like, I think, I don't think you necessarily have to be, like, in the television and film program to, like, do an internship at, like, Nickelodeon. Like, I think it should be open. I to, think like, it should be majors. open, but, like, at the same time, it was, it was Jeff's, like, personal connection okay. that helped us get it. Yeah. So it's, like, he wants, he had it, like, he wants to save that kind of for his program that makes sense yeah and so like um we did we uh they got us like connections at viacom or something like Mm -hmm. that that's where like the fuzzy magic area happens where i'm like (laughs) i don't know what who they called or what they did but But they did something that is where i would say the luck comes into play i guess but it's i mean if you do this long enough you're gonna run into luck oh yeah like people always say like oh you have to be lucky it's like well if you do it long enough you're gonna get lucky somewhere exactly you're gonna get lucky at some point so it's i had a i I was talking to somebody and uh they were saying like oh kyle mecklen he was talking about his film he was like some of the stuff was really just luck like it just worked out it just happened like you just keep chugging at it and like you, somewhere you along do the this way, long luck. you do this long enough and you're gonna meet someone who's gonna be like oh I'll give you there and you could say that's lucky or you mm-hmm. could say like they did it because you worked hard yeah. like it, you really call it what you want call it what you want exactly so my final semester um, was in New York City I was living there for about three and a half months so me cool. me and my roommate Ian Loretto he was actually on the other film. Uh, oh, he was on Crown Vic? Yes, okay. he was on that one. Um, we lived in Manhattan in this bed and breakfast, or not bed and breakfast, it was a B&B. Or no, was it Airbnb? It's like you it's had a, the ultimate New York City experience. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel we, like. We literally, he, he knew, again, this is where kind luck? of luck came in, which is like he had a family, <laughs> his mom had a friend who ran an Airbnb in Manhattan. So he converted this one room Airbnb, put a bed in there, and we both lived there. Wow. And literally we had, um, there was a closet and then <laughs> our room and then what we called a toilet, which was like literally, I'm not kidding, just a small closet with a shower and, and a toilet. To- that was a, it? a toilet. Exactly. Wait, the it. toilet was in the shower? Yes. In the shower? Yes. <laughs> that now I'm not I'm not it. kidding you that the pictures we sent back to Jeff have now become a thing of legend in TFA. I need it to see this. So, I will. I will Guys, show I'm it to you. Guys, I'm gonna include this picture on the podcast so you can see. <laughs> but it. anyway, that that Airbnb cost us about each 500 a month on Manhattan. Oh man, that's on Manhattan. That's amazing. It, exactly, like that was that's ridiculous. like crime. Exactly, crime. but like we it was it was tight. It was tight living. Yeah. Like we got out of the apartment. As we much can as do we it could. for like three months. Right. Any longer than that. Exactly. No, by the end, I was like, oh, my God. I'm ready to go. So, yeah. So I was working at um, Nickelodeon. It was actually right in Times Square, like right in their so building. Cool. It was crazy. But, I mean, the commute was nuts. Just you got to see everything. Everything, everything everybody, every part of little little person of New York, like you could see. Mm-hmm. It was great. So I did that, and basically what I did there was I was just an office PA. I made copies. I... One of the things I had to do is I worked uh, for mainly for their YouTube channel. They okay. would make like you know music videos, stuff using the clips from their shows. Mm-hmm. So it was my job where it's like I would get a script. They'd go through, be like, we need characters that are, you know, happy with balloons, with you know surfing stuff like that. And I would have to go through the shows and mm. pick out clips. It sounds kind of tedious. It's very tedious. I had to watch 
a lot of shows. Uh, some of them I loved. Some, some of them I hated. hated. But, you know. But, I mean, I, I didn't have to watch Spongebob. I know all that by heart. Oh, like, I love Spongebob. I, exactly, exactly. Who doesn't? But, like, I grew, uh, I grew up with we're that. We're not so... going to talk about the people who don't like Spongebob. <laughs> right, no. <laughs> exactly. It's a classic. But, like, that was my job for, like, three and a half months. Mm-hmm. I met um, so many people from Nickelodeon. I got to interview some of their uh, advertising writers. Uh, I got to meet oh, one cool. of their editors. Um, that was all. But that wasn't, like, for the shows That was you your see. own thing? What? That was that your own personal thing? Yes. Yeah. I, I like asked them and they encouraged us to be like, you know, what do you want to learn while you're here? Do yeah. you want to do this? And on top of all of that, it was paid. Too, oh, that's really which good. Which was very good. Yeah. And that's not always the case yeah, you at don't all. Get... Even, even sometimes for big companies. Yeah. Like Ian, who I lived with, I won't say what he worked for, but it was there was three years ago now, summer 2015, he got an internship out, in, big... La- out in Los Angeles for a big, I'll, I'll limit it down, late night talk show mm-hmm. with a recognizable host. And he didn't get paid? He, it was a completely unpaid internship. And he did a lot there. So it is not always paid. Yeah. And so when you find those paid ones, it's like, man, you got to appreciate it. Jump on it. Like, it's just, I mean, because it's not always paid, even at big companies. Yeah. And I, as of right now, I've heard that Viacom doesn't. Stop internships. Stopped internships. Oh, I heard that too. I, I think somebody told me that like a week or two ago, and you, I'm like, I don't believe me, it. Me and Ian and our buddy Colin were some of the last interns there. That's crazy. So we got in right at the like end. Like, how are you guys hiring people now then? Like, you know, like, not that you have to be intern to get hired, but, like, right. what is that, like, entry, you know, that way to get in, to get the exactly. experience? Because the first thing companies say is we need experience. Mm-hmm. Well, how are people, you know, getting that experience if you're just cutting out internships? Exactly. It's it's crazy. But, so, what? I, so I, as I was finishing up my internship, my original goal, and that's the other thing I would say is don't be afraid to change your path mm-hmm. at all. I've changed my path five times. I like, like that five you say that because like even I struggle with that. Like right. I, I have all these things I want to do and I'm like, oh, but then if I veer off, then like right. what's going to happen with like, this? Like as but, of right now, my main thing is I'm on my fourth film in the art department. If you'd asked me two years ago what the art department was, I wouldn't be able to tell you <laughs> at all. I was telling Hannah this the other day. Like if I knew art department was going to be my path after college, I would have yeah. taken so many other classes. Mm-hmm. I would have minored in so something art related like you know design yeah. or something like that but, but you like, didn't know but i didn't know exactly so like you can change your path it's i'm not... glad that you you understand that and you're not yeah. afraid because how else will you like learn and experience exactly. like, what things you might like or what things you exactly. might not like and like that's the other thing is like you're not gonna be a director or a writer right out of college no. it's just not gonna happen Everyone, most, most of the people, it's not going to happen. Most of the people, it's not going to happen. Point zero 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 one percent. You had a couple, but... Like, if you have a millionaire uncle who can yeah. fund your film, <laughs> like, even then, is it really going to be that good if you don't yeah. know what you're doing? Like, come on. No, you want that experience. So it's like... So, as, so my original goal was when I went to New York City was to get a full-time job, mm-hmm. stay there, whatever. Oh, Half, you wanted to stay I there. wanted to stay there. Halfway through, I was like... I love New York City, but I am exhausted. Yeah, it's ex- tiring. It's very tiring. It's so in your face. It's um, a lot. When me and Ian, for I think in April, we went up to Pelham Bay Park, um, and we actually walked like the lake and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and we literally just stopped, and he's like, what is that? I'm like, it's silence. 
we haven't heard silence. silence in four months. Wow. I didn't even think of it like yeah, that. Yeah. It was just, and it was so weird coming from like a very small town as a kid. Going and then to New York City. Going to New York City. And like even Buffalo is a city, but like it's spacious. It's not it's like, spacious. nothing is like New York nothing City. Nothing is like New York City. And that's what's great about it and what's bad, bad about it. it. Like there's nothing like it, but there's nothing like it's it. It's too like, much at times. Exactly. So by May, I was fully, I fully intend to be like, all right. Like, I don't want to, Yeah. I don't want to stay. You're like, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm good. I got my internship. I got my experience. I want to go. And I heard there were movies coming to Buffalo. What year was this? This was la- last year. 2017. June, about May 2017. Oh, okay. And um, so as I was like, I visited uh, Buffalo to come back to, you know, um, see some friends and stuff like mm-hmm. this. It was like end of April, early May, something like that. And I heard... Kyle Mecca was going to be the first AD on a feature. Very, very small feature. Yeah. And he was like, we need PAs. He posted on the Television Film Arts what, uh, uh, Facebook page that was like, hey, we're looking for PAs. No responses. What? At all. He's like, he was like, it, guys, it's unpaid. It's for 15 days. Like, you know, not it's not that glamorous, but, but like he didn't, like he, he sold it. He was it. being honest. He was being honest, exactly. Nobody reply so i messaged him i was like hey i'm interested i'm I'm coming back from new york i won't be able to make the first two weeks of filming but if you'll have me for the last five days i'll do it he was like sure and so i came back from new york city moved back literally three days later i was i was handed a walkie on set and was like (laughs) and this was coldbrook no this was this was malaysia oh this is malaysia the other one and i was probably 25 Mm -hmm. at the time that was my first film set Wow. Ever. I was the first time I was ever on a film set. I had had two internships at that point. I had a two degrees at that point, but that was my first, first film, film set. First film. Worked five days and then went home for three. And then during those five days, they were prepping Coldbrook, which was the next yep. big film, which a lot of us got our starts on. I, I like, vaguely remember seeing you yeah, for Coldbrook. Exactly. Yeah. I, I remember seeing you. Yeah. You were first team PA, right? I, technically, I was Bill's assistant. Yeah. So you were like, we were all everything. Are you kidding me? We were everything. So I was his assistant, but like, because he was like directing and he was acting in it. With Xander, who was the first team PA, I was like with Xander all the time. Mm -hmm. So pretty much I was like the first team assistant, basically. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it was like, as, so right at the end of Malaysia, this is where college helped me a little bit Mm -hmm. because our wonderful professor, Lou Rera, he's now teaching in Italy. Yeah, now. I heard that. Yeah, I had exactly. him for, I took class with him. Yeah, Lurera is the best. But anyway, he like, him and Jeff have connections to the film office. Because besides UB, which does have a film program, but... There's not another like, t- like film like program TF- here in Buffalo. Yeah, TFA is the only like dedicated, narrative-based film program. In Buffalo. In Buffalo. So Jeff and Lou always had a good relationship with Tim Clark and Rich Wall. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they would always reach out. To, them, to Buff State first, I to, feel like. To Buff State, like to Jeff and Lou and give them a heads up. And so Lou got a hold of like these applications that were like, we're passing these out to TFA people, mm-hmm. any film students that are interested. And it was like, fill it out. You know, do you have a car? When are you free? What department do you want to work with? And I checked and I looked at all the departments. It was like grip, transportation, yeah. <laughs> art department, stuff like that, production, all that stuff. I was like, our department sounds fun. <laughs> like, so why not? I, like, why not? I just, I'd never done it. Yeah. No experience. I just checked it. I was like, I'd love to do this. Handed it in. Two days later, I get a call from uh, Robin, 
who is like calling people and letting them know she's like I'm gonna put you in touch with Amy who's the art director mm -hmm. who's now the set decorator on on this on this movie so then Amy calls me and I she was like you know I was like hey I like sh she's like when can you come in when can you start I'm like I can start in like three weeks because I have to go home and basically move yeah like I have an apartment that's ready, but I won't be able to move in until the 21st, I think this was, of, like, mm -hmm. June. So she was like, okay, like, I'll, I'll call you then. I'll see if, you know, we can fit you in somewhere. Yeah. So there was no guarantee. There was no guarantee. I just moved there on a whim at that yeah. point. But then, I, then three weeks go by. I move there, and then I realize, oh, boy, they need help. <laughs> like, <laughs> Amy, like, literally, it was, it was just Amy the art director, David, the production designer, Seth, the prop master, and Diane, the set decorator. Mm -hmm. And that is, that was, was it. it. The rest of us were like just interns helping. and we were just helping. That was it. And they and, needed all, like every and, department and needed you're all not, help. And you're not talking like something, you're talking the entire art department. You're talking like set decorations, props, construction of sets. Yeah, everything. Like everything. And then... It was like I come in and there and the, immediately Seth was like I need you to drive me somewhere so I drove him I come back we start aging props and belts and we start organizing things. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. And this but was that this was, was our your first like introduction to the art department. Yes, that was my first. And we were unpaid. We yeah. were all unpaid. We were working fourteen hours a day probably. Yeah, those, five those days were a week. Long, yeah, yeah. I, those I don't, were long I don't days think, on set. I, I don't know if you remember. I don't think there was a single paid PA. I think there was like one or two. There was, like, there was I the think key. There was the keys. And then there was one PA that was paid. Yeah. And yeah, I think that was it. That was it. The rest of us were just volunteer. Yeah. Come and go when we please kind of thing. But the thing is, we I had nothing going on. I scheduled that entire month to be like... To I'm, have off, yeah. To have off. Like I saved up a bunch of money so I could pay that first month's rent, mm -hmm. second month's rent, so I could just dedicate myself to that. And so every day I showed up worked help them out with whatever but you know we could. what you said is good because now you built a relationship with them exactly because those are your same bosses those are my same bosses on the right, film now. right now and every a year later a, every film this is my fourth film in the art department i worked with them on i was there they were my bosses on three of those four and the fourth one who they weren't directly my bosses they were still part of the yeah. large art department so I've worked with them, and because I worked with them for free, and they still tell me this to this day, like they'll introduce me, they'll be like, oh yeah, he saved us. Him and his, some of his friends yeah, saved us. Yeah, because it's like, to them, they watch you, they're like, he's working hard, he's not getting paid, he wants to be here. Right. They saw your work ethic, and so for them, it was like loyalty. Like we right. have someone who's not even making any money, and look at how much he's helping us out. Exactly. You know, like you can, to them, it's like he wants it, like he wants right. to be here, he's gonna work hard for exactly. it. Exactly, and plus it was just a fun department yeah. to be in. Like I got to- I mean, and they're awesome, let's right. be honest. Right, exactly, <laughs> no, they're, they're amazing. Yeah. They're some of the best people I've ever worked with. But so, I worked, and that was that Coldbrook was very hands-on. Mm -hmm. Like I was there f behind the monitors with the art department of the cameras for wow, almost awesome. for almost every single scene. On Malaysia, I saw one shot out of those five days. Wow, uh, one single take <laughs> out of those five days. The rest I was like in another room, cutting call sheets, or I was. Wow. Watching so on that, you had the, more... On, like, Col on Coldbrook, it was great because, like, I was there with the art department. They literally... It was just me and, like, four or five other art mm -hmm. interns. 
So like I was there every single day. I was right next to David. Um, I was right next to Amy, Seth, Diane. Like I was, you know, assist. I was jumping around every role, props, set deck, just all like that helping stuff. everybody yeah. in the art department out, exactly. basically. Exactly, which which spoiled me a lot because <laughs> on my on my third movie, I was like, which was what? I think it was it was the Purge. Okay. It was the Purge movie, uh, but on that one, I what was. What did you do on that? I was um, okay. So I finished up uh, Coldbrook in July had about a month off and then um I think because of because of Coldbrook I now had an art department credit mm-hmm. even though as an intern yeah. I still had an art department credit so when the purge came to town um I think it was my again my college professor Jeff and then I think my other buddy Jordan who's in New York he was up for a little while I still don't know how I got a call from the purge yeah. I was um I think one of the keys uh, office PAs uh, posted something that was like, hey, we need some temps mm-hmm. for like two days. And I did that. I was a temp for them for two days. Oh, in the office? Yeah, in the office, setting up like, you know, buying all the office supplies, yeah. stuff like that. I did that for two days, then, you know, three weeks of silence. And then I get a call that was like, hey, one of our PAs got called in sick. Like, do you want to come in? I was like, sure. So I was probably a temp for Purge about four days. Yeah. So I think that may have been how I like they got, got your it. name in there. Somewhere. I think so, but I remember like also like so I get a call from Ellis, who's the art coordinator on the on the first purge, um, and then he was like, "Hey, we got your name from you know Jeff and your buddy Jordan. They recommended you." I to this day still don't know how they <laughs> got a hold yeah. of him. Like it, again, this is this name. is where the luck kind of comes yeah. in, where it's like it just happened. It just happened, and I don't know, but I'm sure. Well, I'll you're get, like I'm thankful. Yeah, I'm thankful. I don't take it for granted, but like, I but even even if I didn't get that, I was still like on their radar. Mm-hmm. And then when I got, you know, and so he interviewed me. He was like, "Yeah, you have an art department credit," but at that point, I'd never worked in the office of a film. At mm, that point, I was yeah. I had always been on set. set. But I did work in the office for Nickelodeon, but it was just a completely different, different type of thing, different yeah. environment. So, you know, when they asked, they were like, I was honest with them, was the thing. It was in the interview, he's like, hey, you know how to do check requests, stuff like that. I was honest. I was like, I don't, but I will learn. Yeah. And I think, and he, I think he liked that. Because, and when I asked him like, hey, Ellis, how do you do this, 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 he would show me. And then I would, get it down get it yeah. down to a rhythm and that it's like you were able to pick it up exactly, you know like you right. wanted to learn and you picked it up it's not like oh yeah like can you show me 30 more times right no yeah no, you have you have to be able to pick it up pretty yes fast. exactly and then what was it and then so that was a complete polar opposite mm-hmm. of cold work whereas cold work i was always on set i was running around between different departments whatever purge it was like you are art and you are in the office, okay. and you are going to go on runs and so fill out paperwork. So were you on the set at all? I was on the set a few times when I had to run things to okay, the production. Okay, but mostly in the office. Mostly in the okay. office, yes. Mostly in the office. I saw, I didn't see, I actually did not see any filming. But I did mm. see, like, them setting up the sets. Yeah. I saw, like, you know, them loading the gear. Especially during prep, I would, like, you know, catch props yeah. and, like, all that stuff. But, like, mostly, yeah, no, that, that was a complete office yeah. Right, okay. Um and I basically, you know, kept track of their art the art calendars, the schedules, um filled out like all the receipts to the art director and production designer. And what stuff. what was that title? Like what was your title? It was a uh, art production assistant. Okay, RPA. And the, uh, yeah, and the I think yeah, RPA, exactly. 
Um, so it's like it's basically an office PA for the art department. Art department. Yeah, but like specifically, so like production couldn't steal me. Yeah. At all, like they could <laughs> like if they, the art. I was in art. Like yeah. they couldn't steal. They couldn't me. borrow you. Exactly. They couldn't have. Can we borrow Kyle for our? No. Right. I mean, they could yeah. if they just asked, but they can't. Like I don't. I wouldn't. You didn't work. For I them. didn't work for them. No, no, no. Like I worked for the art department, all that stuff. So that was, I think, nine weeks, mm-hmm. and then after that was in. Anyone knows Buffalo? We get hectic winters. Yeah. Long, so there is not much here. There's not much here at all. So I, um, so I made, I made a decent amount of money from Purge, mm-hmm. but instead of taking, you know, the next four months off, I saved it. I got a part-time job. Retail, which yeah. is you know what all, you got to do sometimes. What you got to do sometimes. So I took retail, and then I worked on a bunch of films with my friends. Uh, you know, we uh, had like this film group at school um, called Studio Seven One Six. I was a part of the season two, which would be like year two. I and you guys wo- just made a bunch of films. And, yeah, that was during my last year in college. But I came. I wasn't originally part of season three because of the purge and yeah. Coldbrook and stuff like that. But because there was no productions here, you were like, there, I, I was like, well. I was like, they're filming stuff. I might as well help out. Yeah. Because I want to stay like on set. I want to keep it going. So I was working retail. I was filming with my friends. I was just chilling. Yeah. I was. I wasn't even working full time. I was just kind of making what I needed to make to pay my bills, yeah. whatever like that. So it was just like I was relaxing a little bit and you know, I made my own short mm-hmm. in I took some of the purge money and I put it toward my own oh, short what in was January. It called? Um, it was called Blood Nest. It was oh, like a wow. it was like a cool I think I seen yeah, you post something exactly. on like social media. Yeah, and then um so we I, I prepped that like basically by myself. Where is it uh, at? Like if people want to go check it out. Um it's not, it's not public though because okay. it's in a few festivals. I submit okay. I submitted it to a few oh, festivals. Awesome. So I'm hoping it like you know goes somewhere yeah. on that. But I have my one friend Katie, she helped me executive produce it. So she took care of like a lot of the logistics stuff and then, you know, I got to just focus on directing yeah. and casting and getting props and stuff like that. We so we prepped that. That's so cool. Mid, yeah. So we prepped that mid December to early January and then we filmed it over the course of two days and then I just spent on and off editing for like you know a month and a half wow so it was fun so that was that was where some of the purge well actually almost my my tax return also helped on it so that helped with the how much did that cost I want to say that cost me about 450 Four hundred and fifty dollars, okay. which was not, not bad yeah. for like a ten-minute short. That's yeah, not, bad. not bad. But I knew I wanted to make it cheap. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted like you didn't want to put like a ton of money into no, it. No, no, no. I wanted so I wrote it while I was in New York, but I did not know if I was gonna make it. Yeah. But I knew if I did, I wanted it cheap. It was one location, two actors, minimal props. Mm-hmm mostly dialogue but I knew I also wanted like something cool like blood effects and stuff like that so it's like that's what I would say I say that to people all the time where it's like you know I love ambitious like projects but at the same time you have to do what's filmable yeah like I could film a roof I could film a rooftop fight scene is it gonna be good good Probably, I'd probably not, not yeah. because it's hard to do. And what are you gonna do if it's raining the two days? Mm-hmm. But if I do, you know, two characters in 
a seller. That's something that's going to like that's, look better. And exactly. I don't have to like you can capture it. Which was great for Blood Nest because it was literally that. It was two do it was two guys and a seller. It was like a very kind of like uh you know, drug mafia kind yeah. of thing. I blocked out all the windows with uh trash bags stuff like that so I didn't have to worry about the time of day. Wow. I didn't have to worry about You got to get old school. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't have to worry about the time of day. I didn't have to worry about the sun moving i didn't have to worry about rain or weather or anything like i that like so i wanted bare minimum worrying on this thing because if i'm Mm. not worrying about the weather i can focus on the camera yeah exactly if i'm not worrying about you know the time of day the time of day i can focus on does this shot look good yeah that's what i like i would rather have a short that's you know takes place in one room that looks amazing, amazing. than a, try to do like five different then try to do exactly and then have it look cheesy because yeah. like you have to always you have to also remember where you stand is mm-hmm. like we're filming we're still like right out of film school we're filming you know we're filming for with 4k cameras but yeah they're not they're not they're not like you know professional yeah, cameras these like, like <laughs> you gotta know where you stand yeah and it's like i know we're not gonna have maybe the best camera, camera the best equipment best equipment but we're gonna make we're gonna push that yeah and that's what i like that's what i liked with that so did that and then was editing on and off um throughout this this spring so mm-hmm. pretty recent and then i was um my one friend katie who is my executive producer on blood Nest, she was is in tfa she did tfa 420 which is you have to produce your own short film. Mm-hmm. i did that two years ago she helped me on mine so i helped, helped her, her. her awesome. i was her first ad and i was her editor and i was also co-producing it so i was like hey i know my one buddy seth who did props on cold brook he owns a prop shop let mm-hmm. me go talk to him see if he's willing to rent us any props yeah so i go i call up seth i was like hey seth we're i'm producing this short do you have any props he's like i got plenty of props <laughs> i got plenty don't I worry was like please like how many time yeah so i went over there i picked up i picked out a bunch of stuff and he seth was touring me around and then he just stops and he looks at me and he goes what are you doing in three weeks and i was like whatever you want what, wow. do, you, what do you need and he was like clover the fe- there's a feature film clover that shot in buffalo november I think. Mm-hmm. they were coming back to do second unit yep. reshoots he needed a props assistant ah. so he got me basically as a prop pa wow on that. just because you just looked I, like the I, right time you like, just showed up yeah but like also it had like you know i worked my butt off yeah. on Coldbrook and stuff like that and he knew me and he knew like you know i worked on the purge and he knew i was making shorts and like but like had you not have been there at the time right like, right, like, like he could have he could have gotten another assistant yeah. at some point so it's like it's a little bit of luck but it's also like he you weren't also, just a random. Yeah, I wasn't just a random, exactly. I didn't just walk in and some dude gave me a yeah. job. Like, no. <laughs> like, I worked for him. He sees that I work. And, like, he knows that I He knows your work it. ethic. Exactly. And so, not only was I doing... So, that kind of lined up pretty good. So, it was like, we were filming Katie's film, filmed on a Friday. No, we filmed on a Saturday and a Sunday. And then, we had, and then Monday, I was on Clover. Tuesday, I was on Clover. Wednesday, Thursday, I was on Clover. Friday, I was on a, my film group shoot. And mm-hmm. then Saturday, we were back to shooting Katie's film. So we, mm-hmm. I sandwiched in a yeah. second unit prop <laughs> PA job in between All of producing, that. This, producing this short film. So then after that, Seth was like, 
you know, do you want to do like more props, like all that stuff. So it was maintaining that connection yeah. there. And then I think that's a key thing is like maintaining yeah. those relationships. Exactly. Like I interviewed Hannah and she talked about like, you know, maintaining relationships that you make. Like that's an exactly. important part of like being able to work in more films and just keeping those relationships right. alive anyway. And it's, it's, it's exactly like that because like when like if people who are on the rise in mm-hmm. the industry like you, they're going to take you with them. Exactly. They're yep. going to take you with them because like nobody likes working with people they don't really know. Like That's everybody, true. You want to work with people you know. You want to work with people and you want to work with people you like. Yeah. Is the thing. Like, I think <laughs> you're like, that's, with them all day. That's the thing is like you, if you had the choice, wouldn't you want to just work a full-time job with your friends for the rest of your yeah. life? That's what you need to be. You need to be friends. You mm-hmm. need to be friends with your bosses. They want, they'll bring you along yeah, if exactly. they like you. And especially if you work hard. Like if you're good at what you do, yeah. Like don't suck. You can't. You, you can't. can't suck. You can't suck at it. Like you can't. Like just show up late and like do it. You won't. You won't last. At yeah. All. Like you need to be, be good. good. You need to like, be good at your some, job. Like I was talking to Dana the first one I did. She was like, you know, you gotta like them, but you also need to do good work together. Because exactly. if you don't do good work together, then it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, no. I'm I'm friends with plenty of people who I cannot work with. Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, we're not gonna like, work together. Like I love them to death, but like whenever we're on a film set, I'm like. No, like no, you're not. not we're, again. Not, we're not gelling. We're not gelling. Like, <laughs> sorry, like no, I love you, but I'm not hiring not you. Not Exactly. So you like you have it's it's a bit of trial and error, error and stuff like for that. Sure. Like you're gonna gel with certain people. You're not gonna gel with certain yeah. people. That's just kind of how it goes. It's how it goes, especially when in this industry when you're working with different people all the time. Every single shoot, I've met new people and I've worked with old friends. Yeah, that's just how it goes. And so after Clover and all that happened, um, I took some. I took like another few weeks off. I was still working retail. Mm-hmm. Wanted to quit so badly. Uh, yeah. So badly. Like I just need the money. Yeah, exactly. And then um, Seth brought me in for an interview. He said like, "Let what are you doing this day? Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk shop. Let's talk there." And I sat. He sat me down. He told me about this movie that we're currently on. He's like. It's coming. It's here. It's, it's happening. It's happening. Because this is Buffalo, so there hasn't really been a big film since right. the second unit of Clover. Exactly. So it's been months. Yeah, second unit of Clover was the first one that happened since Clover. Yeah. Like, it was about a good four-month dry spell of movies. Yeah. So I interviewed with Seth. The in, the position I interviewed for didn't end up happening because of union rules and stuff like that. But him and David and Amy got me into my set deck buyer job right now and what does that job consist of that job basically is i'm working mainly with amy she's the set decorator so we are my job is um i'm working with her to purchase items that fill the set you know things like vases flowers Mm -hmm. um barrels uh bed sheets mattresses any like things that aren't props but you can't walk into an empty room. So, like, do you just know where to, like, how do you know where to go to find all these things at? A lot of trial and mm-hmm. error. Like, like, are I'm, you just on Google? Like, Amazon. Yeah, okay, Amazon. Amazon is my friend, my main friend, especially with Amazon Prime and two-day mm-hmm. shipping all that. Oh, my God. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's so wonderful. You can find anything on Amazon. Not anything. But you can I've find a lot. It. You can find a lot. But, like, uh, it's just kind of knowing the stores. But, like, that's the thing is I'm not a shopper. Yeah. Like, I will admit this is the first time I've done this job. Like, I am not one who goes out and spends five hours shopping. Yeah. I, but I like browsing and stuff like that. But, like, but when she'll give me a list, I'll, I'll ask her, like, you know, 
where have you seen these? Because Amy's been doing this for like, yeah. 20 years. So why like, not get advice? Exactly. From... She knows, she, she'll immediately almost sometimes go like, you can find this here, 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 and here. Like go to these places. Exactly. Yep. And then she'll, so she'll work with David, the art director. They'll break down the set and then be like, what do we need to fill it? And then sometimes what we learned with on this one was sometimes we'll look at concept drawings that the director did, which are on this film are insanely helpful. Mm-hmm. Like, because we'll know exactly what he wants. Because it's right there in the it's picture. It's right there in the picture. But what we've learned is when we get to the actual set, it's way bigger than the picture. Mm, so yes. how do we fill, fill that it. space? Yeah. So like Amy will be like, you know, we'll put instead of one picture here, we'll put three pictures here. We'll put, you know, a dresser here, you know, all that stuff. So, and then it's like, then you got to do well, what kind of dresser? Yeah. Is it a light dresser, dark it's dresser? Like a lot that is, goes into is it. Is it that a three drawer of... dresser? Is it a five drawer dresser? Ah. Can we even get a five drawer dresser up the stairs? Yeah. Everything like just comes back. And then it's like you have to think of the color schemes, and then it's it's a lot of interior design. Luckily, I don't have to deal with that. Yeah, I just you per- just go out and purchase. I just stuff. purchase things, but also I'm I'm finding things. As yeah, well. like I I'll go to thrift stores. Like, do and you get stuff. to go? Like, because obviously they don't know sometimes exactly what's going to be in a store, so they mm-hmm. say, okay, we need a base that kind of looks like this. Yeah. And do you get to kind of use your judgment and your creative side? Like, okay, this is the best kind of base for that. Yeah, like sometimes, like I'll always send pictures. To okay, her. as time has gone on. Like me and Amy have like gotten more in sync to where I'm like trust you a little yeah, bit I'll more. Yeah, like she'll like that, she'll like that, she'll like that. I know what she's. You know what about they'll there. like. Exactly. I don't have to send a picture, but if it's like if it's a really high priced item, I'll send it no matter what. So you'll send like, the picture and a price. And a price. Okay. I'll be like, is this good? Like, do you want me to do this? Like just being like commu- like communicating with them, seeing exactly. what they want. All right, these yep. are the options. This is the price. Right. Letting them know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And then um, so I'll do a mix of thrifting. At thrift okay. stores, all thrift stores all around Buffalo, um, retail stores, uh, off the beaten path stores that hmm, don't that's... take cash but okay. only take orders under accounts and stuff. So like often it's weird. <laughs> you you said you mentioned before like estate sales or estate so- sales okay. exactly like you know they'll have estate sales of like these beautiful houses. And they'll just be filled with items. And that then, they're selling. That they're selling because, you know, the owners have passed away. The family is selling most yeah. of their stuff. And, like, you can get it at discount price. And then it's like, then you have to kind of use the trick of if you go, like, they usually have it Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays. They'll do three-day estate sales. Mm-hmm. But if you go on a Saturday with an only an hour left, then then maybe they'll be more lenient on the price mm. because they're like, we want to get this we out. Wanna get out. We want to get rid of it. Exactly. We want to get rid of it. So it's like, you. I could go to a estate sale Thursday morning, but or I could be like, Amy, I'm just going to go tomorrow morning. It's fine. I'll be off the clock. Like I'm just going to go grab yeah, this. Yeah, because we might get a better deal. Because it might get a better deal. Exactly. You'd end up saving hundreds sometimes. So you have to look, you have to kind of look at that. And then it's like, it's just like little things like um, with the main character in this movie, like, he it's his apartment he needs clothes in his closet Mm, yeah what kind of clothes does he wear i'll go to a thrift store it's like well it's a lot of black like dark colored clothes stuff like that so it's like all right i'll get this i'll get this and it's like he's not clothes he's gonna wear and so that's not wardrobe because he's not not, wearing it it's Okay, set, set deck. deck. Yep, it's set deck. Now, with now in one point. So that's interesting to think. Yeah. Like when we see a movie and when they're going through their closet. Yeah, that's not wardrobe because they're okay. not wearing it. They don't have to size it. So wardrobe is literally only what they're wearing. Exactly. Just like okay. just like props is only what they're holding. Mm. So a person's cell phone is a prop, but a person's wall poster 
unless they are taking it down or putting it up. If they're putting it up, if they're interacting and touching with it, then it's props, in which case we don't have to worry about it. Gotcha. So if the day comes and someone's like, where's the poster? It's like, well, does he put it up in the scene? Yeah, well, that's props. It's not our problem. Interesting. Yeah, it's that's like so. It's anything that's like interacting with the actor. That's props. That's not my work okay. at the moment. On Clover, it was because I was a prop. Kind of doing it. Yeah. Yeah, but on this one, it's just set decoration. But what about because of that? Like they're touching it. Like, what uh, if they grab the piece of clothing? Like, they, that's that's kind of different. It's like a, it's it's a little iffy because like you know we're not gonna coordinate with props as to oh what piece of clothing it's like no yeah. it's clothing just you can just grab it yeah. it's fine like you know you'll have actors interacting with stuff all the time like mm -hmm. a door is not a prop yeah a door is set deck so it's grayer but then there's things like blood which is like i learned i learned this from seth is blood well, i'm gonna ask you what do you think blood is what department like blood where like on their like, face like or just any blood the blood just in general what do you think blood falls under uh is it props it is, but it's also everything else, depending on the scene. So I learned ah. this. I learned this from Seth in the interview. So like in this movie, um, I won't say anything, but like there's a scene where someone like bites their finger and draws blood on the wall. Okay. So like that seems simple, right? But in reality, that's like five different departments. So you have the per when they bite it, that's special effects. Okay. When they the blood that they're using to draw with is props. The blood that's already on the wall is set deck. The blood that's on their finger is makeup. Up. And like it's so, and any blood what? that's on their clothing, clothing is is, is wardrobe. wardrobe. Wow. So like it's so <laughs> blood is blood is terrible. Everything. Like blood is just the most headache inducing thing I've learned. That's insane. I always I always thought it was just special effects. That was it. Yeah. I thought blood was just special effects and that's it, whatever. Nope, it's every So imagine if two departments didn't get the memo that day. Mm. So now you have two, three departments who are all ready to go with their blood and everyone else is like, oh, we're waiting on... We're waiting these, on, yeah, props. We're waiting, we're waiting like, on props. Like, we need blood to draw on the wall. Or it's like, guys, set that didn't put up the blood on the wall. Or it's like, wardrobe doesn't have the blood, blood on, the shirt. on the shirt. Like, it's it's so weird. And that's, wow, that's I where... I never thought of it like that's that. That's where the craziness comes in. That's where the craziness comes in. It's like, and it's little things like that. It's like, so... So another one, and this was all I learned from Seth. This was just in my interview. Yeah. He was he asked me, he's like, What do you what department do you think blood falls under? Because he was just testing me. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, It's just special effects, right? He's like, Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. That was like the most mind blowing thing ever. Like, but so what? it's like so it's like let's say you're watching Law and Order and like, you know, a body is dragged across the floor leaving a trail of blood. Mm -hmm. What department does that fall under? <laughs> I'm curious. But isn't it all of them again? No. Why? Because the if okay, a person is dragging a body on the floor, and the cameras hold, and the the, the body is creating blood on the floor. Um, special effects. No. What? <laughs> and it's not set deck because the blood's not there, there. already. It's not wardrobe really. Cause what it is is props. Okay. Because what's happening is they are interacting with the blood. Mm. They are causing the blood to move. The actor is causing, causing the, the blood, blood to move, move across the floor. So it's a prop. Interesting. Yeah, right? It's weird. But, like, it, it's a dead body, so, like, you know, there might be spats of blood or a yeah. bullet hole wound or something like that. But, like, the blood that is being shown is, is, props. is props. Exactly. 
So wow, it's that's so, so interesting. Weird. And then it's like you do that over a million other things where it's like we had this discussion on this film, which was like there's a scene where two characters are driving in a car and the car is decked out with a you know steering wheel cover, mm-hmm. stickers, stuff like that. But the car in this movie is a prop because props is in charge of picture cars. Yeah. But who decorates the inside of it? Because it's a set. Uh, we had we literally had to call <laughs> Seth and be like, "Is that you, you? or us?" Like, and he's wow. like, "And he's like, no, that's you." And we're like, "But but the car's a prop." And he's like, "Yeah, but the car's a set." Isn't that what? weird? Oh man, is that weird? It's, it's too weird for it's me. It's too weird. It's so that's weird. Insane. So like, it's it's just a lot. That's why I learned between because like obviously Seth, Amy, David, they those are things that I don't even think of. Exactly, and it's the thing nobody thinks of. Like, it's just those little details. And that's yeah. what drives us crazy at night. That's why we don't get any sleep. Because it's like those, yeah. <laughs> those wow. little details. So imagine if we didn't have that communication. Patient. It would be like. And, and we just show up and was like, hey, Seth, is the car ready? No. no. Why? It's you. No. <laughs> it? It's you. Like, that's where the, that's what I've learned from David, Amy, Seth, is they've worked together for years. Yeah. They have that communication. So it's wow. like if you are new, if you're working with new people, you just have to talk constantly. Yeah. There was another instance where it was like, I think it was like uh, Chris, the UPM, was coming in. He's just like asking. He's like, because there's a scene at a club mm-hmm. where there's a projection on the wall. What department does that fall under? Because <laughs> we don't have a special effects team. Yeah. So who takes care of it? Is it set deck? Because it's technically projecting on the wall. Or is it lighting? Oh <laughs> man! So who was it? I don't know. No. <laughs> I think I think it was I think it was lighting. Yeah, I think that or it was set. Deck. I can't even remember what it was, but like that's the conversation yeah. we have. Because one department might think they're not doing it, and then it's like, oh no, that falls on you. Wow! Oh, so you just have to you have to be have able to communication. pick those things out exactly. Wow! So it's like if you ever just are stumped, just be like, is that you or me? Is that you? Because like I think. David, the art director, mm-hmm. had that too, which was like our director is a visual effects artist. He has background in visual effects. Mm-hmm. And there's a point where they hold like this creature and David go just looks at the director and goes, is that you or is that me? And he just goes, that's me. Me. Like that, we'll take care of that. Yeah. Like, and so that's what I've learned is like nothing is set in stone. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. sometimes you have communication about it's sometimes it. two departments, it's sometimes three departments, it's sometimes, sometimes one. one. Like in this case, like you know, picture cars, which are just the cars the actors drive, that fell on props. On Purge, they had a whole department, department that handled that whole department that handled picture cars. They had four or five people that was wow. handling things like motorcycles and cars like that. Whole department. Props did not nothing, nothing for that. Nothing for so that. So how many hours are you usually working? Me, I'm working about today was about ten and a half. Okay. Today was today was pretty long for you. Long for me, sh- a ridiculously short day for an average. Oh film yeah, person. short for me too. Yeah, short <laughs> for you. Like and the, only, and the reason I'm only working ten is just because, like between my pay rate and stuff like that, like you know if I worked twelve fourteen. Yeah. I would love the money. Yeah. But we'd be going over budget. Yeah. And, you know, there's only so much I can do buying wise. I was going to say, so is that like most of your day? Like you come in and you like yeah. shop? I, I come in around 8 because they're like, is there really anything a buyer's going to do at 6 p.m. when all the stores are closed? That's true. Like that's the thing. I could shop online. Yeah. But, 
you know, it's just like, I understand why I'm only there at 10 and a half, mm-hmm. but that's certainly a very short day in the yeah. film world, especially compared to Coldbrook, where I was 14, 15 hours yeah. a day. And then on set, for you don't make plans when you work on a Not set. Not at all, because you'll be there all. all day. Like, oh, I hope we get done by 8. Yeah. When was Not your call, at all. When was your call time? Oh, 11. <laughs> <laughs> You're there until 2, sorry. 2 in the morning. Exactly. Oh, my God. I've, I've seen that so many times where people are like, oh, are we going to wrap early? Like, no, just don't even think. Like, no. get it out of your head. Like, like if you want to go into film, like, get it out of your head right that now. That you're you, ever going to get off work early. Not, you are not wrapping early. You are going overtime. Always. Always. Always think of being late. Always think of going, like, right. it, it being When you're late. on a film, you you only have social interaction on the weekend. Yeah, that that's true. It. That is it. <laughs> I, after this, I'm probably just going right to bed. Yeah. And then wake up tomorrow at 6.30 and do it all over again. And then Friday comes and I'll hang out. So but for like it. when you're a set deck buyer, like does your pay rate go up from just being a normal PA yes. pretty much? Yeah, okay. at least for this one. Yeah. Now it really depends film to film. Okay. Like I know for Coldbrook, Diane, she was the set dresser, she was the buyer, mm-hmm. she was the graphic designer, she was everything yeah. for a very, very, very low. Because the budget was really, so the really budget, low. Yeah, yeah. You meet and get paid on it. That's yeah. how low it was. So, so usually, like when the budget goes up, you probably right. get paid. More. Exactly. It all depends. Like you know, you could work sales at one store and get paid yeah. a lot. You work sales in another store. It, you have to think of it like that. Is just like every film is different. So for you, do you feel like you really got the job because you knew these people? Like, do you think if you had not known them and you, if there was somewhere online you could apply for that, you would have gotten this position? No. I don't think so. No, <laughs> Not no, at no, all. No. Well, it like no, I don't think so. Like yeah. cuz it in film like it's really it's such a cliche to say, but it is who you no. know. But and people are like, "Well, how do I meet people?" Well, if you do it long enough, like yeah. that's the thing though is like with my position as a set deck buyer, you really don't apply for that. Yeah. You kind of just get offered for it. it offered it or you interview for it yeah. by someone you know. The only real jobs you apply for, I would say, are PA. Like, yeah. that's that's really about yeah. it. Because, yeah. like, I mean, well, how did you get production secretary, by the way? Uh, I know Jill and Heather. There you go. <laughs> you know Jill and Heather, exactly. Like, you didn't apply for it. Yeah. But, like, exactly. You know Jill and Heather. They're like, oh, she could probably do it. And yeah. I think that's I think that's how Robin got Sarah Graham and Crown Vic. She yeah. knew, I don't Bethany. Know, yeah, she knew Bethany. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like it with those positions, but it's like you got to know somebody. But we all started as interns. Yeah, we that's true. We all started as PAs and interns, and we got to know these people. How do you think it. people like PAs or people who want to become a PA can mm-hmm. get into it? Like you know, some people might not go to film school. So like, what yeah. do you think the best way for people like in Buffalo and other places can like try to just get into the industry and like meet people who's in it? Oh, Facebook. Facebook? <laughs> Facebook. Like, honestly, like, every... What's the, what's the like, Facebook pages? Every film commission, ha- I think, has a pretty decent yeah. Facebook page. And they always, you know, I mean, there's so many. There's, like... You know, I know in Buffalo we have, like, Western New York actors helping yeah. out. Which you would think is just for actors, but they post a lot they of stuff. They post a lot of PA stuff. Yeah, I was like, say, it's a lot of PA stuff on it's there. It's just, like, those day rates, like, those, those, or those day players. Yeah. Where it's, like, you know, we need... Even short film shoots for mm-hmm. uh, for um, colleges and stuff like that. Like, granted, you're probably not going to be working with the most professional people. But it's a bunch but, of stuff on but it. You're, but the thing is, you can then say you've been a PA. And if you've mm-hmm. done the job before, like, it just makes you look better. Because, yeah. like, if you come out of college and you're just like... You don't have any experience. You don't have any experience, but I have a degree. It's like that degree's 
cool. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't on set. mean anything. Not like at all. They're gonna hire the PA that, who has a high school degree yeah, over that. Exactly. And that's not to discourage from going to film school or college or anything, but like college for me It helps you meet those people. It helps you meet those people. My degree as of right now is a coaster yeah. on my desk. <laughs> like it just looks nice. It just looks really nice. I if even, I wanna apply maybe corporate. Yeah, if I wanna apply corporate or something like that, like fine. But like but the reason I say college is worth it is because you meet, meet people. people. I meet, I've met all of my film friends mm -hmm. through college. Like, I've met every, and they still to this day, like, yeah. they'll be like, hey, I'm working on a short. Like, can you do this? Hey, can, you know, I, I'll send them be like, hey, like, because I remember on this, I already had this job. Mm -hmm. I had this job locked down, and it was like two weeks before I started. But then the other movie, Crown Vic, was like, we need... On the on the Facebook page for Buffalo Niagara, yeah. they were like, "We're looking for office PAs. We're looking for set PAs. We're looking for just any PAs." I would screenshot those and I would send those to my mm, friends who okay. I thought, like, I didn't send them to all my friends, but but I sent them to the ones where I want. I know that they'll, that they'll do a good job, and they were appreciative of them. Like, yo, thank, thank you. you, like all that stuff. And I know that they would do the same for yeah. me. I know, like, if they had a job and they knew I didn't. They, they would, would look out for you too. They would look, and that's and that's the whole thing. That's all why we're doing this because we'll, we're all looking out for each other. That's what college did for me, and also college allowed me to work on a lot. So of many different projects. Yeah. So many different projects, and here's the I thing. I didn't do. I didn't get the opportunity because I didn't go to school for film. Right. And so I didn't get. But a, you still like, got to do yeah. like calm and like all that stuff. Cool you still got stuff. to work on video projects, yeah. all that stuff. Like that, it doesn't even matter if it's narrative, like if it's just a short little documentary, mm -hmm. whatever, and then. Like, but the big thing was like college was a wonderful place to fail in peace. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, your grade might, but like. Like, like your grade's fine, but like, yeah, I'm saying like if you, if your short film turned out bad. Yeah. That's okay. You're in college, you're learning, whatever. So I want to um, wrap up soon, but I want to ask you a couple more things. Yeah. If you could give um, five pieces of advice of what do you think somebody should know if they potentially want to be a set deck buyer? Like, what are some things that they should know going into the job? Just, just for a set deck buyer? Yeah. Okay. Um, be good with money. Okay. Seriously. Like, no <laughs> overspending. Don't lose money. Don't Keep lose your receipts. Keep your receipts. Like, it's important as a PA. It yeah. is unbelievably important for yes. a buyer. Like, you're a buyer. Like, you need to know what you, you need to mm -hmm. trace back what you bought. Um, so like no losing the card, no losing cash, no losing yep. anything. Like if you're a person who loses stuff, stuff, it ain't for you. It ain't for you. Sorry. Like I'm always very careful with what I have. Mm -hmm. And then, um, know how to like hunt deals. Cool. Like all that stuff. I really didn't know how to, like, I've always kind of known like a little bit how to hunt deals, but like, I don't like really hunt deals. Yeah. I've had to learn. And I've had to... Some people are, like, really good at it. Yeah, no, I have, I have one friend, um, and she is totally jealous of my job. Like, she's like... She's like, I would love to She's like, do that's that. my dream job, Kyle. Yeah. That's my dream. I will literally take her thrifting with yeah. me just on weekends for fun, and she'll show me, like, little tips and tricks. She'll be like, no, 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 like, you can trace this back to the manufacturer and find this. I'm like, oh, wow. I never thought of that. She's like, I should be have your job right now. <laughs> she's so jealous. <laughs> It's okay. I got her a I got her a part-time job on this one. Awesome. I, I introduced her to the prop master. See, so look she was at a prop, that. she was a prop PA. Wow. So that was fun. But like and then what was it? That was two? That was two. Okay. So I think that was three. That was three? Okay. 
Um, and then be organized mm -hmm. always. Like you have to be organized just in terms of like receipts, paperwork. I have a whole, I have a folder, uh, holder on my desk that has petty cash. Okay. So that's uh, items I've paid for in cash mm -hmm. with what I've gotten from production. And then card receipts. Mm. which are ones I've paid for on the card. On the card, so yeah. You can't you just, make, yeah. Yeah. You can't just, like, come back to your desk after a week and, like, dump a whole bunch of receipts and hand them. Like, no, they got to be organized, organized by card, by and cash. cash. And, not and not only that, but when I get a check from production that says, here's, you know, however much in petty cash, yeah. I need to then turn in receipts. And it's, like, it's whatever I don't turn in at the end of production I have to pay. Yeah. So like, oh, wait a minute, right. this doesn't add up. So it's like if I, let's say they lend me, you know, over the course of uh, two months, let's say they lend me $500, mm -hmm. which is really low. Like, I've gotten way more than that. <laughs> but, like, it's really low. $500. If I turn in, you know, $380 worth of receipts, worth of receipts guess who owes them $120? Kyle. Me. Exactly. <laughs> like, so use and that makes a lot of difference when it's yeah. like oh boy i better keep receipts because yeah whatever Cause you it's gonna be coming out of your pocket whatever you don't turn in is coming out of your pocket like production is getting their money yeah. back some anyway, way somehow some way they're getting their money back so it's like you have to know that mm -hmm. and then it's like at the same time it's also the card like on the purge i never dealt with the cards okay i didn't have my own card i only had petty cash from what gotcha. production is so for but i did uh log the card receipts mm -hmm. from the uh my higher ups production designer art director in which case they would just come to my desk and hand and me you, a bunch, a of, bunch of crumpled receipts <laughs> and it was my job to, to go, go through, through it organize it. exactly but like they don't have time for that, to do that it's understandable yeah. like they're you know in charge of the whole art department on yeah. a major movie like you can't ask them to do your, their own receipts yeah so it's like that's what my job's for I just organize them, I turn them in, and then it was weird because on Purge we turned in receipts uh, once a week. Okay. Every Friday. On this, I quickly learned, no, it's every day. Oh, every, that's, yeah. Every day. And I had to, I learned that after the first week, which was like, you know, why aren't we getting, you know, money funded to the card? It's like, well, they say, you know, you have outstanding receipts. I'm like, what do you mean? I turned in all my receipts. They're like, no, like the ones you have. I'm like... I turn these in at the end of the week. It's like, like no, no. It's like no, no, no. We got to keep it going. Wow. Keep it going. I I had to learn that on the fly because so I was like, oh, I just thought the other one was yeah. like standard. Yeah. No, nothing's like standard. there. There is it changes standard. every it's, film. It's always every different. film is always different. Every single one, whether it be accounting set, like there's always like there's through lines. Like yeah. there's like set etiquette that goes through. Each one, but it like, always is a little bit different. It's always a little bit different. You gotta be on your toes for that. So like that one, I learned. I was like, okay, so every day, at mm -hmm. the end of every day, just turn, turn in receipts. Yep, just turn everything in, petty cash, whatever. Just keep it all up to date. So that was something I learned. And then it's really just kind of this is something David and Amy taught me, which is you gotta think outside the box a little bit. Which mm. I'm. I like to do on a creative side, okay. like writing, but like when it comes to shopping, I I'm still they... learning. I'm still learning that they're like, they'll like take, they'll like pull, pull me aside and be like, you can you can think outside the box a little bit in terms of like, I think it was like David was like, uh, he was like, we're looking for a bird cage, and I my mind is like, okay, bird cage. cage. He's like, no no no, like you can. What if it was like a dollhouse or something like uh, that or something like? He's like, you can think outside the box. box. I'm like, I wouldn't 
Like, I wouldn't I, think of that. Like, I wouldn't think of that because I'm just trying to make sure you get what you Yeah, mean. like it's what like you he, ask, I get exactly Yeah, it's like, like he's like, no, 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 you can be creative a little bit with it. Like, it's fine. And wow. so, like, I did that a few times where it was yeah. like, I took, you know, I bought this one Not thing, too much, though. Not <laughs> too much. You can't just wing it. I yeah. can't come back with, like, a unicorn and be like. <laughs> Here you go. I thought outside the box. Yeah. I can't come back with a dog and be like, you wanted a horse, right? Yeah. Like, you really thought outside the box. Like, no. Like, it's not how it works. Like, so it's like you just have to yeah. kind of like judge each situation like they like there would be times when amy's like we need this color of this sheet this, and this size thing. like at that point it's like no outside that, the box yeah. here it's this or i die like wow. so that's always fun and like yeah it's just kind of really just keeping your eye out for things mm-hmm. like i and again this is like the first time i've done this job like but it's so much fun i get to shop for a living because i always see you come back yeah and i'm like how is shopping I, you know yeah I'm i, t- I tell you i told you that like day one i'm like you're gonna see me come in here with some really weird things yeah. like and i do <laughs> every day every day it's just like hi just come in with like yeah. you know bamboo and then come in with like paintings and then come in with like dj equipment it's, it's just like, so many different things that you come with like right. it, it's super exactly cool. it's always it's always fun just coming back with random items yeah so well kyle thank you so much no like problem. i've learned so much like there were so many things i had no idea like the whole prop the blood thing i didn't like, know that either so much i that, like, that is such a conversation starter for me now like if i'm just out with friends i'll be like excuse me yeah, like what, just what quiz do, them on What that. department do you think blood falls under? Oh, you don't know? Let me tell Let you me for tell a you. Yeah, Exactly. It's such a nice conversation yeah. Like, I just now. had no idea. And I yeah. feel like a lot of people listening are probably like, I never even knew that. Right. Or I wouldn't even have and thought of it. it's just like the little things like you know yeah. that just help you on set. Because now it's like if you're a PA and, you know, you, and someone's like, oh, we'll do this. And you could just be like, well, actually, like, are you, not like to one-up them, but you yeah. could just be like, uh... You know, I think they might want you to do this, and it's like they could be like, "Oh my God!" Like, thank you for reminding me, yeah. whatever. And it's like, "Hey, what's your name?" Like, it could just like yeah. little things like that. Like, yeah. it's just little things you know that could help you out. Definitely. Well, so, thank you so plus much. Plus, just a about... fun. Yeah, it is. A, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just cool to talk about exactly. quiz people, just to see exactly. what they know. It's really fun. Well, thank you so much, Kyle, no for sitting here and chat with me and teaching me a bunch of stuff. I'm sure like <laughs> a bunch of people have learned some cool stuff that you just told us. So again, thank so. you so much, Kyle, and I appreciate you for chatting with me. No problem. Thank you for having me. All righty. I want to thank you all so much for tuning into the sixth episode of the Crew Only Podcast with Kyle Furchin. If you enjoy listening to him talk about what a set deck buyer is and hearing about his internship with Nickelodeon, send him a DM on IG at Fruit by the Furch and let him know what you thought. If you learned something new, if you found the conversation interesting, or even if you didn't like it, send me a DM on IG at Jasmine Porter. I want to know what you thought about it. Make sure you share this podcast with your friends. I want to make sure we get this information out to anyone who wants and needs to hear it. Make sure to like, subscribe, and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Stay tuned for next week's episode. I have Seth Black, a property master, talking all things props. You don't want to miss it.